Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Sippin' Cosmos. I'm Ashley. I'm your resident, what's the word I wanted to use today? I don't know, believer is what you usually use. No, I feel like I want to say... Spiritual nerd. <laughs> Weirdo is what, is what you used in the promo. Paranormal well, nerd. there's no denying that. Wait, is it paranormal or... Um, What's the, supernatural? How about supernatural nerd today? Okay. 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 I'm Ashley. I'm your resident supernatural nerd. And I'm Lane. I'm your skeptic as usual. And I am Sarah. And as usual, I'm here in the middle. Although lately, I'd say I'd, I've been more of the skeptic of the You're group. You're pretty skeptical. Yeah. Yeah. What happened to me, you guys? You, you really are... Challenging I us. To... I got hit in the face with reality. Something you've been hanging out with me too much. I think that's what it is. Yeah. You've you've taken away my my openness. Yeah, my my whimsy. <laughs> my you've taken away my belief in Santa Claus is what you've done. Really? You were just yeah. really anti signs. Like you're like, nope, there's no yeah. way. I have a great one of those for you though. Hmm. A great sign or s- synchronicity or whatever. What? Last night, so there's this boy that I've been kind of on and off talking to, but we haven't spoken in a very long time, and you, you know who he is. And last night, in my dreams, I get, I have a dream where all of a sudden my phone lights up and I have a text from him, and it's just a really, like, vivid dream. I see his name on my phone. It pops up. And I woke up this morning kind of like, oh, was Oh, he texted me. I got to text him back. And then I was like, oh, no, no, that was a dream. Oh, that was weird. Okay. We haven't spoken in a really long time. I just, there was no context of the text, just his name. And today he texted me. Dude. Isn't that weird? You had a premonition dream. Yeah, I really, really did. I started freaking out. That's weird, right? That's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Now are you a believer? Still no, but (laughs) a little bit closer. Just a wee bit. All right. I'll take it. Okay. Um, we're gonna talk about who later. Um, I know. <laughs> anyway, t- <laughs> that was a Tommy Weasel laugh. <laughs> also, just Summit Ice appreciation right now. Yeah. Thank you, Lane, for, for rubbing sure. s- for Holocaust awareness, everyone. <laughs> it's important. It really is, though. If you'd like to sponsor us, Summit Ice, hit us up because we're down. Today, we're gonna talk about serial killers. Believe it or not, because this is a huge thing now. And I don't know when this started. Was it making a murderer? Like when it's such a phenomenon that people are so obsessed with murder and serial killers. Yeah. It's like one of the most popular topics. It really is. For documentaries and for podcasts. Yeah. I don't think making a murderer made it. I think people were already really obsessed. Um, but I think making a murderer was the beginning of like the whole binging of murder shows yeah you know because before that it was like you couldn't really consume murder documentaries at like the rate that people consume them now that's true and now i just feel like there's a new murderer documentary like every month yeah yeah i feel like there's not enough (laughs) and i i'm enjoying it like i used to not care about serial killers at all i didn't even know who like any of them were by name the first one that i like really i I, like kept hearing the name ted bundy and and then they made like three movies about him in like the same year and so i became familiar hollywood just decided it's ted bundy time (laughs) yeah is ted bundy the one that was like very handsome and women loved him yes yeah Yeah. exactly he was charming he was played by zach efron Mm -hmm. yes it was perfect he looked just like him he really did look just like him it's pretty funny yeah I don't know. And then they like actually showed a picture of Ted Bundy and he didn't look that attractive. Like no. he had like a unibrow and like fucked up teeth. No, and I was he's like, like eh. really not cute. Yeah, I know. At all. <laughs> I was like, I don't, why the are women obsessed with The ladies loved him. So women have, I think certain women have like an obsession with like criminals. And yeah. Because they say with Stephen Avery after making a murderer aired, he had all these women writing to him you know they love him he'd have like a million girlfriends uh same with that other guy in the the colorado chris watts the, yeah, yeah the man chris watts who killed his wife and two daughters like he has multiple pregnant girlfriends wife. pregnant wife 
even worse. Yeah. That's so yucky to me. Like, yeah. I, I don't understand it. Like, I, I, I get there's a lot of women that love bad boys. Like, that's a thing. But I just. These aren't bad boys, though. <laughs> yeah. It's like they're <laughs> literally boys. sociopathic, yeah. psychopathic killers. They're sick. Yeah. They're ruthless Dangerous killers. Dangerous to society. Yeah. Like, they have no redeeming qualities. Yeah. Like, I just don't understand how you could be attracted to that and then like be obsessed like there's like this obsession yeah i don't know i don't get it either i i i understand the obsession with like a case but not with the the killer themselves like actually falling in love with a person taking yeah to another level. yeah yeah. Well, yeah. speaking Because I'm on. very entertained by the cases, right. 100%. Yeah. I find it fascinating. But why? Why do you find it fascinating? Because it's so absurd. Like, what these d- people did? Yeah. Like, the just going through the process of killing so many people and doing it over and over again. And it's just like the manhunt for the killer is so interesting as well, how they track them down. Well, how they capture them. I just have this theory that... It's like fantasy almost. It's like, how is this happening in real life? It's not as easy to do it now as it was like 20 or 30 years ago because of technological advancements, obviously. It's like so much... It was so much easier to be a serial killer back then. Right. That's a good point. Right. Yeah, because are there are there serial killers now? Yeah, I'm sure they're out but there just, currently. But we just don't <laughs> know the connection not, yet. I mean, like, they you used know to what be, I mean? Where they, they know be, someone like, has done all these murders. Like, I haven't heard of, like, one that's happening. Like, think like murders that are constantly happening in the news that they're able to connect. And, like, the glory days of serial killers when they were given, like, crazy names, too. <laughs> yeah, know? they were always given, like, the Golden lovable State nicknames. Killer. The Night Stalker. The Night Stalker. Yeah, like, dope. let's not chum Actually, it up. Like, a dope nickname, the Night Stalker. <laughs> I wish that was <laughs> my nickname. There's, there's one. So don't say that, It's a please. sick nickname. Come on. <laughs> there's Sounds one. Sounds like, like if I'm a closing baseball pitcher, here comes the Night Stalker. He's going to strike out the side. <laughs> There's one. You're named... like those women that are obsessed with the men. I mean, the killer. It's a good name. You should write to him. <laughs> He's dead. Oh, you should write to him. <laughs> There's one named Son of Sam. Have you have you seen yep. this one? David Berkowitz. So he looks identical to my dad. Really? Identical. I'm googling. What if he now. is your dad? <laughs> I can't even look at this guy's mugshot. Sarah, Sarah Berkowitz. <laughs> Oh shit! Like not so much anymore because like my dad's older. Yeah, my dad's sixty-five now. So. He's the one who who was but talking to his cat or dog. That, right? that black and white picture. He was talking to like his neighbor's cat or dog who told him to kill everyone. Here's the thing, though: if my dad looks exactly like David Berkowitz and I look exactly like my dad, you are look like David. I look like David you Berkowitz. Do. No, you don't. You kind of do. Let me see it. I kind of see it. I kind of see it. Kind of see it. He looks just like my dad. It's like scary. There's some like Luciano in there. <laughs> my dad said when he was younger, people said it to him all the time. Poor guy. What if your dad got like Poor framed? Guy. What if your dad got framed for being some What if Sam? it was my dad? He would never. He's so good. I love yeah. my dad. Yeah. He leans like, yeah, I'm sure. You never know. Never know. No one expected Ted Bundy to be a killer. Remember that? Yeah. I mean, no one. Yeah, that's true. And then there, there's other people like I wasn't the Golden State Killer actually like this. He just got captured that, like a yeah. year or two ago, and he had been at large for like 50 years. That's crazy. He stopped his crime spree like in the 90s, but he was active from like the late 70s till the early 90s, I believe. You know what's crazy to me is like if you leave the country. You kind of just like, oh, <laughs> we're having, there's like, table. there's like not, do they come after you? Like, what's the deal? What do you mean? What'd you say? If you leave the country, are they going to come after you? Yeah. You well, you can still Mexico. be on, if they, if they know who you are, yes, you're, you're on the most wanted list. And but typically s- there's a very large I reward see. for your return. But there are so many people who just like like flee their cases and just like get away with it by just going to another country and it's like well oh he laughed yeah, if you oh. look at like fbi's top 10 yeah. most wanted you'll see some people that have been on the run for like 20 years like there's this guy robert fisher who he's still out there somewhere and How they've got like, like the age advanced shots of him like what he could potentially look like 
Was he a um, serial killer? No, he actually just burned down his home with his family inside. Oh, God. Oh, he just did. He just burned yeah. down his home. Yeah. And I think it was in Arizona or one of those, maybe Colorado. Um, How do they let them get away with that? He he fled in his family vehicle with his dog in the car and left the dog abandoned with the car. Mm, and then the he doggy. just fled the country. They think he's in Mexico or Canada. And they just can't find him? He just... He's just... I've seen his picture because I look at this list occasionally. I've seen his picture on this list for like the last 15 years, I think. Maybe 10 years. But he's just been consistently at the top of the list. Robert Fisher. Well, that's also the thing with like the Golden State Killer. He, like, his family had no idea it was him. He was just living a normal life. Jerry he's probably He's probably living a normal life in Canada, that dude. Could you Who imagine knows? like finding out someone close to you was like doing this on the side for yeah. years and you had no idea? That's a mind fuck. I feel like this guy is just on the, on the run as a lone wolf because yeah, he, he killed his he whole family. Be. And everyone knows what he looks like. Right, he's got nothing else left. But it it just, like, fascinates me that people are so intrigued by killers. And it's like, why are you giving this killer all this attention? But I have a theory that I think it's, like, it's every, like, I think people that are very curious about these killers are just kind of thinking of themselves, like, I have the capacity to, like, just snap one day and like are you not kill enter- are you not entertained by these stories though they're pure entertainment it's not entertaining but it's it's out of the norm you're like oh that you don't hear that every day or you don't that's you why know, murder it's isn't a part of our daily lives so when we hear of these stories it's it's interesting it's interesting just to see what humans norm. are capable of yeah in a negative way or in a positive way well i think what happens is like filmmakers will take this horrible gruesome story and make it into something that we can all consume as entertainment and it kind of even though it is real and we're aware that it's real and it makes it more interesting that it's real it there's still like a wall between us and what happened and it just doesn't really it just feels like a tv show it's like oh i gotta tune in tonight it's certainly to not entertaining for anyone who's actually been affected by the killer absolutely yeah. not and that's like the fucked up part about yeah. it yeah you know but i think there's a part of them that's like happy to get the story out there of their loved one like right. yeah there's a sense of know. relief probably yeah but it's like i think for the average person that has empathy it's just so hard for us to like wrap our heads around Someone that literally has such little empathy for human life and and just like regard for human human life that they can just like for me a lot of the dismember bodies and like a lot of the entertainment comes stuff yeah. that they do from the capture of the person the tracking down of that person people like hmm. to see justice I like to see justice served. And I love to see the look on their face when they finally get captured. Like, remember the Richard Ramirez doc? Like, when you saw him in the back of the car after that mob beat the shit out of him? Yeah. Amazing feeling to see that. Finally, him in custody. Yeah. It was so rewarding to see that. It was. And the people were like... The people, know, beat the, the people literally right. beat the shit out of him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was in, he went to the wrong neighborhood or yeah. something. He, like, was running around, and people came out with bats and, like, ki- almost killed him. There is something incredibly satisfying about someone who's just been doing horrible things finally getting caught. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. What's, like, deserved. Like, Ted Bundy pacing back and forth in the courtroom, like, <laughs> looking like a maniac talking to the press. But some people believed him that he was innocent. I yeah. know, I but still then... They, they interviewed women, and they're like, I believe him. He's just... And they're like, why? And they're like, he's just so... Cares. Charming. Yeah. The like, best was the... No. The best was, like, the party of people outside when he got executed. The people just celebrating outside of the <laughs> yes. execution chamber with signs and, like, balloons. <laughs> I know. People get really into it. Yeah. You really like, do. Imagine, like, taking that time out of your day. Yeah. Well, also, if you're it's around... If you're around when, like one of those if you were around when one of those serial killers was at large think about how scared you would be yeah especially as a woman because a lot of the a lot of these crimes unfortunately it happened to women yeah Mm -hmm. except in jeffrey dahmer's case jeffrey yeah he was killing young young men men and like raping them and 
eating them eating in them some and cases, dismembering them and yeah. making that's... like making furniture and ornaments out of oh, their God. bodies so oh. like that's another level even that's he's probably that's the most crazy. infamous because of how low he stooped mm. but it's like what do you think is wrong with him that he had this urge to like rape kill dismember eat and like do all this mutilate weird to bodies. There's something like, wrong with him. Like what though? <laughs> like I feel like uh, you some have weird. To be it was some weird sexual. Disturbed. Uh, you think it's some sexual? weird sexual thing? Yeah, perversion. Mm. And he just took it definitely to sexual an extreme. because he was hooking up with guys, and th- that killing obviously them. he wanted to hook up with them, and he got some sort of weird sexual pleasure out of killing them. I think a lot of it has to do with sexual, Sex. like Ted Bundy, yeah. It was like he was raping the women first, right? Yeah, first? and I yeah. think I think or they were after. saying I think Who they knows? were saying that Ted know. actually would have sex with the remains of the body oh, too. Like he would go yeah. back to the scene of the crime Ew. and like have sex with the decomposing yeah. bodies. I think that's oh, what I remember, but I kind of like put that part out of my memory. Oh my memory. god! Yeah. yeah, I'm getting an image. That's Ted. That's disgusting. Like I, I just don't even know how you could do that. Like it. I think it's it, some weird it form smells. of feeling extremely dominant. <laughs> I think if I, if I had to guess, it's just yeah, like you said, the dominance and like the power over like really, someone's body. It's so animalistic, but like not even like war. It's so like it's like demonic. It's yeah, like, it's hard to think about. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. And it's just putting yourself above that person just to satisfy that sexual pleasure. Is just so incredibly wrong. Like killing it's, someone just to satisfy your sexual pleasure. Like, come on. It's twisted. It's twisted. And then also, there's like a whole group of people that got really involved in, yeah, like bringing these people to justice. Like the Golden State Killer had a whole group of people, like everyday citizens too, helping. Like helping, working with the police, and and actually Patton Oswalt's wife, who unfortunately passed away, right? Um, oh, that's right. She was a writer, and she was really into this story. Yeah, researching that's right. and writing about. Did it. you watch that documentary? No, you I remember really it coming it. out, and I really wanted to watch so it. So well done. Yeah, it's one of the best to come out recently. And then I just like oh, forgot Michelle about McNamara. Yeah. I I hate. I just called her Patton Oswalt's wife. Forget. But her name was Michelle. My favorite, my favorite serial killer, though, if favorite's probably the wrong way to say it, but who I think is you the love craziest him. story. I just think the story is crazy. Is the Zodiac killer? Mm. That's he was I feel never, like that's the never most officially one. caught. So what was his whole thing? He would kill people <laughs> and like he made riddles in the newspaper. Don't they te- teasing they write, the police? He cut things out of and people ma- have been magazines. still trying to solve these things. That's the the first one was solved by a school teacher. And it it re- uh, you you should pull it up honestly Ashley to see what it said exactly but it said something like you'll never catch me That's I believe crazy. I'm the Zodiac. What killer. did they like? What did but he was never he was never caught. He, he terrorized. He would kill couples pretty much. He terrorized uh, Northern California for a long time, and then he finally stopped. But don't don't they yeah. think with him that it might be multiple people? No, they they think it was one person. They th- I think I forget who it was, but they caught the person. And then for whatever reason, they uh, they couldn't make the final arrest. And I think the person who was the number one suspect ended up having a heart attack like a couple weeks later. Right. Um, but no one knows if it was him for sure. And overall, the case is just stunningly crazy. So what did the teacher like deduce from that letter? They solved. You know? They solved like the puzzle that he. It's like a brilliant puzzle too. Um, I I don't know. You could look it up. What it what it's decoded to mean? I'm trying to find it. I could find it. What is the Riddler from DC? The Riddler. That's a uh, Batman villain. Oh. Someone said so. Basically, the Zodiac Killer is a real life version <laughs> of the Riddler from DC. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Very good analogy. They were pro- he, he was probably trying to emulate what he saw in media potentially. I mean, like that. He wanted to be a villain. I think the Zodiac Killer so might have been before the Riddler, but I'm not positive. Who knows? Mm. I mean, do you think media has something to do with with kind of the psyche of these people? Yes. Like they want to be they want to be notorious. They want to be like a villain, yeah. and they want to evade the police and like you know. 
Absolutely. commit their crimes in the night. And, and I think they see other people doing it and becoming like famous from it. Ugh, and yeah. Okay, so here's here is the the cipher translated. He called them ciphers. I hope you are having lots of fun in trying to catch me. That wasn't me on the TV show, which brings up a point about me. I am not afraid of the gas chamber because it will send me to paradise all the sooner because I now have enough slaves to work for me where everyone else has nothing. When they reach paradise, so they are afraid of death. I am not afraid because I know that my new life will be an easy one in paradise, death. So I think he was killing people because he thought they'd be his slaves in the afterlife. Is what it sounds like. He doesn't sound well. Yeah, so he's just like very mentally disturbed. But he had the wherewithal to create a cipher with that <laughs> note. It kind of sounds I like think that's a one religious. Of them. There's, a, like, there's another one too. I can't find ideology. It, I don't there was know. another one they decoded. That's a controversial statement. That said, I am the zodiac. <laughs> controversial statement yeah, alert. I'm gonna say something controversial. It sounds like something you'd read in like a religious text, like a really like fanatic religious text. That's like if you kill these people mm-hmm. in the afterlife. The lead they suspect was slaves. named. The lead suspect was named Arthur Lee Allen. If anyone wants to do research on him, and I think he's the one who died of cardiac arrest shortly mm. after he was brought into the police station and for some reason they couldn't make the arrest but there's a lot of cases like that i feel like where they were going to try someone and they died of natural causes do you think there's something energetic about that like what justice was it? being served by nature no because <laughs> i think if justice were going to be served it's like they have to stay alive and like live out their sentence i feel mm. like when people die before getting served it's like it's like cheap to me it's like not fair like when when um but wasn't the end game to put them to death anyway no like when jeffrey epstein killed himself that was like the biggest low blow ever controversial statement did he kill himself (laughs) that is controversial (laughs) statement is he dead yeah (laughs) Oh, oh i don't know I don't know. Double uh, conspiracy. Hopefully he is because if he's not, then he's like living free somewhere. Yeah. I don't, I, I doubt no. that he's still alive, but I think he's dead, but it kind of seems, seems like someone talking It's about? like he got, it's like he got off easy. Jeffrey Epstein. And oh, he's dead. Like all, all those women didn't get to confront him in court that day. Yeah. But they didn't get to finally say their piece and like get their closure. He's dead, but I think he, he might have been murdered. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I think he was murdered. I think he knew too much. And powerful people got to him. But in I I don't know, I just feel like I've heard of other cases where it's like, oh, this murderer was going to stand trial but then they got cancer or like heart attack or right. And it's like interesting. Like hmm. when Harvey Weinstein was going to court and he had a cane. <laughs> <laughs> so sad. <laughs> oh, it poor. was nature, nature taking its I course. <laughs> Literally, that guy. Why sucks. are they putting COVID. this old poor man through this? I know. Come wow. on now. He so, should rot in hell, honestly. <laughs> so, I actually. So, what's so funny is like I. I actually. I didn't even know the names of serial killers until like this year. I feel like with all the Where documentaries, I don't know. I just again like I didn't care about this. Like I like I just did. I get you into these documentaries. I don't know. I, I think it was like... Netflix. I think it was like just the surge of documentaries, yeah. and I, I started watching. Whenever like, a new oh, one comes out, is it is so exciting when a new one drops. Yeah, remember the Pizza Bomber? That was a great one. Oh, and then the other one. He's not a serial killer, but about the football player. What was his Aaron name? Aaron Hernandez. Yeah, we watched the. Oh, Aaron I didn't Hernandez. watch that one. I need to watch that. It's just interesting because it's all that's a guy who had everything. He had a contract with the NFL, was a star player, and then decides to kill people. Like, why? It just there are a variety of factors in his trajectory. Yeah. He was closeted homosexual, and he had a father who was just like a total macho man who completely denounced that kind of stuff. Probably but he was dead at that point. I know. I think, I think his d- father's death also fucked him up in a in a twisted way because he also idolized him. And then for whatever reason, Aaron wanted to just be like a real gangster. 
Paging Dr. Up, Wyman. He grew up, no, he grew up in a, like, a really nice neighborhood, but he couldn't shake the fact that he wanted to, like, prove himself and be hard, you know? Yeah. And mm-hmm. also, I think the the massive amounts of concussions this guy had in his career. He had some major concussions, and they studied his brain afterward, and they found that he had a crazy case of CTE, which is the disease that you get when you take too many hits or too many concussions. Right. Uh, it happens the, in football a lot. Like, a lot of players will retire and then end up killing themselves because, like, it's happened a few times. Is it, like, painful? Like, physically painful? I think it's physically them? painful, but it also deteriorates the brain. Oh. And it hits a pocket of the brain that, like, is mm. responsible for Im- impulsive things, impulsive thinking and decision making. Oh, that's so scary. And I think it leads to suicidal thoughts. Oh, my kids are never playing football. I think it is painful, too, right? Like, yeah, migraines? I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it's extremely painful. Like, their brain shrinks. And that's they why should. a lot of players now are retiring early. Like they're like they like we're done at thirty years old, you know. Right. I wonder what Tom Brady's brain looks like. He's fine because the guy takes care of his body like no one else. So he still plays football. He doesn't take the, he doesn't take that many big hits to the head. They protect him, and the guy is like a god. The way he eats, <laughs> the way he trains. I forget who it was, but they were like Tom Brady's diet's the best. Like I I think it was my mom. It was your mom. It was my mom. I'm like, what? You want me to start? Eating like Tom Brady, Tom Brady like a probably spends. Football he probably, player. I think he, I like, think he legitimately spends millions of dollars a year on his diet. Yeah, and his I'm like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> like yeah, all right. Well, he's he married probably, to Giselle. He wants to. He wants to keep true. her. You know, speaking of that, you know, Goop has a a, a restaurant now. Like one of Paltrow's. Really? Good. Yeah, good. I would go. I would go too. The I would menu, so the go. The menu looks nice. Yeah, I just checked it out. And it's surprisingly not $50 a dish. How, what's like the price range? Like $15 to $20. Oh, it's not bad. The salads looked really good. I would like to try it. Do they have vaginal eggs? <laughs> yes, there's a whole vaginal egg menu. Can I get them scrambled? Yeah. Yes, it, can, it comes with, with a hard boiled <laughs> vaginal egg. <laughs> Delicious. <laughs> poached <laughs> oh that's gross and they have mary's organic chicken your favorite i love that let's go we'll we'll do a sipping cosmos trip okay goop, goop kitchen this guy says dexter made me want to hunt serial killers and oh. pedophiles did you guys watch that no never watched it but i've known so many people that are like do you watch dexter yeah have you watched dexter yeah still like even though maybe it hasn't sh- been on maybe in we years. should watch it Right. It sounds good. People it's still regarded. liked it, even though it was a scripted serial killer. Right. Well, because it was about a serial killer who, like, killed serial killers. Oh, right. That's what he did. He would, like, because I guess he was a serial killer himself. Mm. So in order to, like, use his terrible need to kill for good, for good he would kill other wow, serial killers. Wow, that's an interesting thought. Yeah. It's also, like... An eye for an eye, okay. We love the idea of revenge as mm-hmm. humans, but it's like, okay, he's still doing he's doing the same thing that the serial killers yeah. are doing. Yeah. And like, yeah, they're terrible people, but <laughs> yeah. I don't know. People love revenge. People love it. They do. I think killing serial killers is noble. Yeah, you'll save more human life by killing that one. Those human people life. honestly right. But if, you're still if anyone deserves to life. die, it's someone who's like killing innocent people. Yeah. So yeah. if you're killing not so innocent people that are killing innocent people, I feel like that's justice well served. Do you think that a serial killer, like if given like treatment, could be reformed? No. Because obviously they're like mentally not well. Right. You know, like do you think if they're if they it's too late. Work- you already killed people. I don't really know, and I I don't really want to find out. (laughs) Like, I don't want to test the waters. Yeah. Keep him in jail. Yeah, Yeah, like, I don't want to. It's not worth the risk, honestly. Hmm. If you're going to kill, like, multiple innocent people, like, not just one, not just two, not just three, like, countless people. Yeah. Even one's, like, too many. Yeah, one is too many. Um, The 70s, man. It was just, I feel like the 70s was, like, the golden age. But, like, how about the creepiest one, the killer clown? John Wayne Gacy. That right. was that was a killer. This guy was a children's clown at parties as one of his jobs, and he ended up like killing a, a bunch of people, and stacking their bodies underneath like his mother's home or something. 
Oh my god! How did I not know about that one? He's famous. I've heard his name, but again, like pull up, I, pull up I, a picture of him and show Sarah. He's famous. How many followers does he have? <laughs> like five million, actually. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Oh, you can see this guy. Yikes! I don't know. Oh. You have the clown. You have the clown photo of him. Oh. oh no! Search clown. That'll really get you going. Oh, here's one. Like, there, is uh, that what he looks oh like? Oh, yeah, that's him. There you go. There's your serial killer. So he didn't kill children. He just did the clown um, thing for I children. I think he might then... have killed, like, one younger person. I forget. His total body count was probably, like, 30, though. Here's a young boy he killed. He had a very, very high body count. Jeez. I was going to say impressive, but it's just disgusting. Right, yeah. And then Wrong he word. buried yeah. it in his mother's house. Yeah. There was another guy who was like a contractor and he like buried the bodies in his house and then built it into the walls and things. And they found like it's 30 good, good bodies. infrastructure. Like, <laughs> yeah, I think it was young men, too. <sighs> who is um Jack the Ripper? Because that's like obviously I know that name, but I don't know. Like I believe he was in London. Mm probably the most famous british serial killer if i'm correct i'm not positive on this i think so and he was oh he was 1800s he was 1888 he like started serial killing he was the first he was the first one he trailblazer he started the tiktok trend of killing people oh, wow he terrorized london by slitting the throats and abdomens of at least 5 prostitutes just five? Mm. <laughs> five was uh, a lot back then. Well, <laughs> on Long Island. I mean, John Wayne Gacy did 30. That was yeah. unheard of back then. On Long Island, where we're from, the beach that we would always go to, it's called Tobey. There's, like, years ago, this guy would pick up prostitutes, kill them. Mm -hmm. And put their toes in the water? <laughs> no. <laughs> what? Tobey. <laughs> I remember this Tobey <laughs> Beach, like, the Tobey Beach from? killer. He just killed all the yeah. prostitutes. He would bury their bodies, or like dismember their bodies, and bury them at the beach, like where we would go Ew. for all of our childhood, like chill at the beach. Yeah, you didn't know that. I did not. Yeah, know like that. underneath us, like underneath your beach chair at Tobey. Did they find the bodies? I think they found a lot of them, but a lot of them are still out oh, there. God. Yeah, that's the beach I went to. I didn't go to Jones. I Me went neither. to Tobey. I went to t anyone who was anyone who went went to oh, Tobey. Yeah. I, I never went to Tobey, so I guess I wasn't anyone. It was Where'd off limits go? for you. It's only the town of Oyster Bay. Where'd oh. you go? Yeah, we used to go to Cedar Beach. Never heard of it. And then we would go down. We go to Smiths Point. <laughs> don't know it. Yeah, mm. pretty like Suffolk County beaches. Yeah, because mm. we're so far from each other. It's like we, we prefer the, the beach with the dead bodies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but that just reminded me. Okay, that just reminded me that we kind of need to pause this and talk about our ghost hunting experience. Okay. Just okay. We, we need to update you guys because our not last episode, but the one before that was about ghosts. We talked about paranormal experiences and all that. And actually, this past weekend, we all went on a ghost hunting experience. What is ghost hunting, may you ask? <laughs> um, um, it's hard to explain. <laughs> it's not that hard to explain. Yeah, We went with some legitimate experts yeah. in the field. And they helped us with, you know, they guided us through our night with technology and knowledge of spirits and entities. And we explored an old uh, playhouse in San Juan Capistrano. A theater. Which is one of the oldest cities in California, actually. Yeah, that I learned that. I learned that, too. <laughs> I did it not was interesting. know that. It was interesting. I was obviously skeptical going in a little bit, but more open maybe than most because of my experience at the Hotel Cecil. Right. And I remembered that. And, and I was honestly anxious about the night a little bit because I didn't want to go through that again. But I had a feeling that whatever entities were potentially haunting this playhouse would have paled in comparison to the negative energies that I felt at the hotel. Because mm -hmm. generally speaking, playhouses are fun and happy and right. like theatrical events happen there. Yeah. And people are like in a good mood. So 
Yeah, but there's a lot of like depression that goes with. I was going to say, did they ever talk about like negative events that have happened there? Because they said that in the beginning, they were like, yeah, it's mostly happy, some not so happy, but we'll talk about that later. They did mention Native American burial grounds. Yeah, it was built on a burial ground. Potentially in the area. That even before that was. So that could conjure up some maleficence. Not maleficence, but just energy, just, you know. Death energy. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so w- we went ghost hunting with real ghost hunters. You know, like those shows that you see on, what, Sci-Fi Network and, and Travel Channel? Yeah, like you ghost, know, hunters, ghost hunters, ghost shows. adventures. Like, we had those tools and everything. There was a movement tool that detected movement. There was a temperature tool. Maybe it was the same one. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not the expert here. But it was interesting. We were in a bigger group of people at first. And um, in that first room, just an enclosed space. And people felt things and heard I things. I felt things and my brother felt things, which was interesting. And you saw things, right? Like you saw shadows. I saw, I really did feel energy in there. And, you know... It might have been my eyes playing tricks on me, but I saw what looked like shadowy figures. And my brother felt the energy as well in the beginning. And that's when uh, someone asked the question to the potential spirit that we were, that we thought was potentially there. Are you related to Sean and Lane? And then the equipment they had running went haywire. As if the answer was definitely yes, which kind of freaked my brother and I out. Yeah, and I heard footsteps. Like the I that initial when it was like a group of us, I heard footsteps behind me, and no one was like there were noises coming from that building, whether we liked it or not. You know, whether you want to be skeptical or not, there were odd noises coming at, you know. Like with impeccable timing to some of the questions we were asking as well. Right. Like if you are here making noise, then you hear a knock. We'd hear it. No one. No one else was in the building besides us. Yeah, uh, to our knowledge. But we'd yeah. hear noises on command. Wait, did that happen? You said knock, and then you'd hear a knock. We said if you're if you're gonna be if like if someone's here, can you please make yourself known? Can you please make a sound? And we would hear. We heard like a knock at one point. Was that immediately after? Was that in the room when we like separated into two groups? I forget exactly where it was, but that, it totally happened. Yeah, then we separated into two groups, and one group stayed in one of the rooms, which I felt totally normal and fine in. But you heard a little. Once a you guys voice. left the conservatory, is what the room was yeah. called. It's my like brother two. and I and Brittany, our friend, <laughs> heard a little girl's voice go, "Hi." We Lane, heard it all the heard same the time hi in the conservatory. Yeah. <laughs> But we were like completely blown away by this because it sounded like it came from another dimension. Yeah, you I'd guys never all jumped like up that. at once. You were there. I was there. Yeah, yeah, you were there, but you didn't hear the high. No, Ka- Ka- you Cassie, and Cassie and I were the only ones that did not hear but it. But us three heard it. Hi. Yeah, I know. Yeah, which is strange to me that us three heard it and you guys didn't. Yeah. So that's why like. Maybe you're on a different vibration. It, it's weird. Maybe. Maybe it was only able to communicate with, uh, with us because we were on some s- weird vibration, us three. Right. I don't know. It was strange, though. And we're trying to find... We actually have the audio um, recording of that moment. So Sean's going to send it to me so I can blow it up on Logic and yeah. see if I can kind of extract it and see if we can actually hear it. Because Brittany thought it sounded like a cat and I thought it sounded like a little girl's voice going Yeah, high. Brittany said she thought it sounded like a cat, yeah. like sc- yeah. screeching or something. It was strange. It was wild, and that was m- definitely mind-opening to me. Right. Eye-opening. Yeah. Um, well, we should get the footage. But and I will say, though, like, I didn't have a profound experience or hear or anything besides the footsteps pretty much the whole night until the end of the night. When I was with you alone. So Lane and I, by ourselves, went into that first original room where we felt other people had, like, felt and saw things. It was just us, pitch black room. We sat in the corner. There's nothing else in the room. In fact, we had him take away the one of the machines. We were like, we can't handle if this machine is gonna. It was like it was a. It played like a creepy music if some something moved by it. 
was a little too gnarly. I was like, oh, the music box? Yeah, the music yeah. box. Like, it played the creepiest song of all <laughs> yeah. time. That was so it's funny. The- when they set it down, it started going off. And Sean was like, are you kidding me? Like, of course that's the sound If our Ghost Hunter friends makes. are out there listening, that was hilarious. Yeah. The, the, the song that played it was hilarious. Yeah. yeah. It was like, like uh, from a movie, from like a creepy movie. It sounded like. But, but it got the job done because it did apparently detect motion. Yeah. And then whenever it detected motion, it would kind of like light up and make a little noise. So we turned that off. There was literally nothing else in this room but us and some chairs and, and things tables whatever right and i couldn't see anything i don't know if my eyesight's worse than yours because you have contacts i couldn't see anything but you said you saw shadows <sighs> it moving was scary towards us. i saw a shadowy figure walking towards us i legitimately saw that i saw legs walking towards us and as soon as it walked towards us ashley legitimately felt it i felt something it felt like a magnetic force touch my knees like it was almost like it was just brushing up against my i'm sitting here on you know something touched my knees it felt magnetic it felt like gravity like almost kind of like you said you felt gravity at the Mm -hmm. hotel cecil it felt like someone was literally holding up a giant magnet to me i've never felt that way the only way i can like kind of compare the only thing i can compare it to is your cecil story and like mm-hmm. maybe the ouija board when i was saying it like felt like a, but you legitimately like felt this it. encompass your body yes i you said something's right in front of us and i couldn't see anything but i was like i feel it i literally feel <laughs> something was, in front of it us it was kind of crazy like i was actually freaked out because it wasn't like... And you grabbed my hand and you squeezed it. I felt... I was like, she is feeling something right yeah. now. I didn't feel that gravitational pull that you felt exactly, but I saw it and I felt the energy almost. I felt like that there was something with us. I really did. Yeah, me too. And I've never had that feeling before. You know how we all like freak ourselves out? Like, yeah. oh, so, like I feel like something's behind me and you get that little like uncomfortable feeling. It. This was not that. This was like an actual magnetic weird it almost felt warm in a way which is weird because they say ghosts are cold but it almost felt like a warm and i would magnet like energy and we decided to stay like a minute longer after a minute i started feeling a little freaked out you're like i I need to get out i need to get out of this room with the ghosts as we were (laughs) departing the room ashley was like stay here stay here She was talking to the ghost. Because Stay I was here. literally so freaked out. Like, I sound crazy right now, but, like, I felt something. I don't know what it was, but it felt like I was feeling, like, energy. Like, a ball. Like, I don't know. And I literally, was, I never felt that way before in my life. And I was like, something's in here and you're not following us. <laughs> stay. <laughs> Um, I have to say, it's like ever- trying to get a dog to yeah. stay when you're yeah. like leaving the room. Like, no, you stay. Another <laughs> interesting thing happened where I had a revelation that I could potentially have medium qualities. I think you do. Um, I don't think I would have had that experience if Lane wasn't in the room with me. They were saying that you know, in multiple rooms, I was describing exactly what a medium described a couple of weeks earlier. The oh, exact, that's right. The exact feelings, the exact energy, and the exact entities yeah i was describing them very accurately what did you say in the conservatory i sensed that there was a little girl and an older woman which is exactly what the medium said a couple weeks earlier and in the prop room which i found to be the creepiest room in the entire building i was standing in front of a few of the props including an old chandelier and i just had this overwhelming feeling of that there was something in there that felt super lonely, sad, depressed, like things weren't how they used to be. And apparently that's exactly what the medium said a couple of weeks earlier as well. Um, and as soon as I was, des- I was describing that energy out loud in that room and something grabbed me on the wrist. I felt something grab my wrist. That's pretty specific because to be honest, I feel like you could maybe be like, oh, something's lonely here. Like, you know, it's a lonely empty theater but for you to say something was communicating things aren't the way they used to be like that's kind of and when as soon as i as soon as i described that it's almost as if the entity tried to was like tried to acknowledge me by grabbing my wrist right yes Yes. listen i never believed in ghosts and i still maybe don't but this (laughs) experience no this experience has definitely made me 
like really open to the idea of he's ghosts. like i saw a ghost i felt that i heard their feelings and it's just hard <laughs> and to, actually felt one but they don't exist it's just I'm hard still not sure yeah. it's just hard to say like that i'm a ghost guy that yeah. i like right well, you don't but after this ex- after this experience guy. i have to say that i am extremely open to it and i was pretty closed off about right. being a ghost guy before that right. I, I was an energy guy now i'm potentially a ghost guy well i have a question for I you i thought you were a science guy <laughs> Yeah, I thought you were a science when guy. When it comes to the paranormal, maybe I'm not the most science guy. This guy goes, you're guy. yo, you were communicating with ghosts, bro, what? <laughs> I was. That's what I'm saying. I, I'm a potentially a medium. And I we, think you are. Are we going to make this show like Silver Lake Medium? <laughs> yeah, are we going to make this the... show where I'm an alternative medium, this tatted up guy just... I have a very important question for you, Lane. Hunting ghosts? This This is a big, this is a big one. Now that you've had this experience, do you now believe Ashley's experience with her Ouija board that you didn't believe before? No. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Even even our friends at wow. OC Ghosts and Legends, who we highly recommend, by the way, if you guys want to have a great time, go see OC Ghosts and Legends. These guys will show you a great time and you'll potentially feel what I felt. It's an, an incredible experience. I'll put the link in the description. Um, and everyone there was awesome. But even they were like, we don't really do Ouija boards. Because you know what? They knew. They knew that Ouija boards were... No, Lane. No, I think they were saying that like it's bad energy. No, I think they were saying that it's like not legit. Okay, well, I think One guy saying... did call it a toy. Okay. But like... But what? all their other ghost hunting tools look like toys yeah, what's, to me. Yeah, what's the difference between a Ouija board and the thing that, that yeah. sen- senses temperature? The Ouija temperature. board, yeah. like I said, is made by Hasbro. Like, we already we already went over this. I know. We don't have to go over it again. I'm not a believer in the Ouija board. But you know what? I'm not going to denounce you know your what? experience. If you had the experience, you had it. I'm not going to denounce it. I'm more open to it now. I'm going to get a Ouija board, and you're going to do it with I'm me. not doing a Ouija board Actually, with you. if you're a medium... It will work with I'd you. I'd prefer not to welcome that into the home. Oh, no, I, I thought say... you said it was. Uh, it's not real, so what does it matter? I don't want to try to conjure up anything. Oh, so I do now ha- it's real. I, do, it's I real. do have medium qualities, like I said. Lean, you're contradicting so yourself. I don't want to bring that into anyone's bring home. Bring what? It's not real, Lane. Me using the Ouija board might work. <laughs> <laughs> it might work just because who I am. Lane, I told you it I only don't... worked with my friend's mom and because i think you think she's, she's a medium yes i do i think she, she's a very spiritual she's the one lady. who she's the one who thought she was spiritual she predicted the correct sex of her baby oh my God. <laughs> it's a 50 50 shot remember look, that look i she's think it think only she's works like, for certain people i she really think she's do. nostradamus i think it will work for you and i think you're afraid i always you know knew it would real. be a boy i'll do it with you ash i don't think it'll work don't for do us. it hey <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You're like, oh, you? No. No. You guys, unfortunately, whether you like it or not, it sucks that the most skeptical guy happens to be the medium. Like, I I can't. I think I'm the most skeptical guy now, though. You can't do it without me. I think I think I when it comes to ghosts, I'm the most skeptical now. I'm still terrified of them. I'm still terrified of the dark and being alone in the dark. Honestly, but I, I can't believe you. I can't believe you. You you say it's not real, but then you won't do it because it's real. No, you I won't do it. Up I won't do it because I'm afraid of my ability. Okay, but I'm, you're not the only one with this ability. I think it like, works for a lot of. I feel people. like I have to like go to haunted places and do it, and just really try to help the spirits that need my help. You know what I mean? Well, I can't. I can't just bring. I can't just bring like potentially evil spirits into a quaint, beautiful household. <laughs> Yeah, no, I do not want the spirits in my head. Did the ghost hunters say that you could like go to a haunted place and do what they do? I guess. I would like their guidance though. They they knew what they were doing. They had they they knew the layout of the land, you know. But I mean any place, like we could get the tools. You could. We could we could learn how to do it, you know. We we could Are we ghost hunters now? (laughs) I would love to. The tools are like six hundred bucks. I honestly, oh, I honestly, never mind. it was kind of, it was kind <laughs> of, it was kind of a rush. It was definitely exhilarating at times. I have to say, it was a lot of fun. You don't need the Ouija board, is the thing. If you're a medium, you're clearly getting messages without the board. So. I don't need the board. I don't need the board. I never claim to need the board. I He's would... off board, folks. He's <laughs> off board. I don't. In fact, I don't want the board. I honestly, think it's kind of bullshit. Doesn't need the board. <laughs> Whatever, uh, we're done. We're, I can't talk to the, uh, about you. With, I I can't. That's fine. 
Look, the it's, difference is Ashley's on board. You're off board. <laughs> you're not on board. It's just you're not right. cool. Like, it's it it worked. <laughs> it worked. It was real. You know what? I, I, if I, anything, I, after your experience at ghost hunting, I said I'm more. I literally. Roll yeah. back the tape. I said I'm more open to it. One <laughs> one of my followers said, "Ash, can I do the Ouija board with you?" Sure. There you go. She won't do it with me, but she'll do it with you. Hit me up. That's cool. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> you can come. No, you just think I'm like dead weight. I like just... I'm not. I'm not gonna bring any spirits. And I'm like, I don't think Ashley. You will. It's not working. But I won't either. Like I don't think it works for me either. I don't think I would have felt the energy if Lane wasn't there. That's exactly yeah. That's what we were saying. That. But Lane was with you throughout like a lot of the night, and you still didn't like. We were separated. We separated. We were groups. literally next to each other and for when, the first time all night. Yeah, and actually, when we separated, nothing ha- weird happened. Like I was like, mm, nothing, mm. nothing's happening. Mm. I feel like I felt things the entire night. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Every I room th- I went to, and whenever the the group got smaller, is when I would feel more. more. I felt like I got poked by something when there was truly no one next to me. So the happened. truth comes out. And I got really scared and I I truly, you know, shriveled up and felt terrified. But that like with me it's like Someone- if anything could possibly be explained by logic, I'm going to go with that over saying it's a ghost. You well, know what yeah. I mean? So it's like if you feel this sensation, that's happened to me before where I feel something lightly do that. Really? Yeah. When? It's happened to me. I remember this is so embarrassing, but in ninth grade, I remember in my biology class, I felt someone like tap me like this. And I turned around and like looked at the guy sitting behind me like, yeah. And he was like, what? And and, like, no one tapped me. He was was playing a trick on you. No, I really don't think we did not have that kind of relationship. Yeah. (laughs) And I think maybe you didn't know that you had that kind of relationship. I think it was just like a sensation, you know, when you just kind of feel like an itch or something like that. Like a poke feels like something. But it wasn't like a hard poke. It was like a very light, like maybe like a a graze of some kind. So to me, it's like, okay, I've had that sensation before. Okay. If anything can be explained, it's like. Sometimes the body just feels weird sensations and like... I don't think that's a thing. I mean, it's a thing <laughs> that maybe. I've experienced before. Maybe it was a ghost following you around your whole life. Maybe my you. ninth grade biology class was haunted. <laughs> maybe that's why I didn't do so well in that class. Well, what's weird is that someone else that we were with also said they felt yeah. like some, something yeah. poked them. That was the weirdest thing that happened and to me all night. And he was a skeptic. Yeah. Yeah, and I was really scared, and and then f- like going forward from there, I was like, oh my god, like th- this this is crazy. And then nothing, nothing else happened. happened, and then I was like, oh, like I think that was just. I went into it just completely open. Yeah, actually. So did I. And you know, I'm very skeptical, but I went into it just like whatever happens tonight. I happens. feel like I went into it more open than you because I was a m- more of a believer than you. Yeah. But then after doing it and like I truly didn't feel anything, I'm walking away like well, um you felt the poke. I did feel the poke, <laughs> but again, the poke could be explained by you said there was nothing around you. There was nothing around so me. So it was just a phantom poke. Yeah. Feeling. Yeah. A phantom. Like when you get an itch on your body on a random spot, like what starts that itch? You know what I mean? energy well dry skin (laughs) (laughs) well you need to put lotion on (laughs) yeah but a poke that's a little weird i was wearing a really puffy jacket it could have been like my jacket doing something like decompressing in some way like okay i don't know i don't know maybe it was a ghost who knows but i i agree i think you should try to see what it could be before you're like it's a ghost yeah, I'm not just. I'm yeah, not the ghost like, is the last. Yeah, yeah it's it the should last, be the last thing. Exactly. Yeah, I think yeah. we're all in agreement yeah. with that. The last resort. I'm still open to like trying other things. Like I'll do the Ouija board with you because I w- I want to like have an experience like that, but I just don't know that I ever will. Let's do the Ouija board with Lane, but not at I'm our not, house. I said I'm not doing the. Yeah, Ouija I board. said not at no, our I, house. I don't want to do it at home. Let's do it somewhere else. Yeah, well, not someone else's house. Yeah. <laughs> Haunted I, up. I don't know if I want to do it at all. Interesting. All right. Well, he hate he hates the uh, science guy's a little scared. Yeah. I'm not scared. Lane, you're not on the board. <laughs> Ashley, you're on the board. I gotta say, she's on. I the don't board, like folks. to be confined to a board. I like to just go in and. 
well, have free reign. You know what? I would really love for you to cultivate this. If you really have this gift and this like ability, I feel like you should talk to someone that maybe does this, like a medium, and see like if they can kind of or read. A, actually, I have a book I could give you. I think you should read books mm. and like try to cultivate this and. So I don't have to pay mediums and you could just like do readings for me. <laughs> I think I could do readings in general for you if you wanted me to. I mean, I think you should cultivate it and work on it. And yes, I would like one. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Seriously. I'll charge you though. You're not going to get Why reading. not? Cultivate it. We'll make a show about you. It'll be great. I'm down. I'm down. I think it sounds so fun. So we're like medium. I kind of love that. I know. <laughs> I just don't want this to turn into a conjuring thing, like the conjuring movies where yeah. the woman's a medium and then all of a sudden these psychotic nuns are coming after her. <laughs> I don't see that happening. Yeah, it could. It could. It obviously could. Yeah, I don't. I, I have mean, no interest in communicating with like negative spirits. Yeah. And unfortunately yeah. that comes with the territory, I believe. Right. But like what is a negative spirit? Like someone that was like I don't know, a like psychotic a serial nun. killer. A psychotic that, nun is. A serial killer that died and it's like their spirit? Yes. Maybe. Or I think just like a miserable person. Yeah. Like, oh. I just like pictured like the girl sitting in the chair in the conjuring where like uh. she's like the old man, the old man voice, like the smoking old Ew. man. Oh god. I don't I want nothing to do with him. That yeah, movie is actually, scary. The Nun, like when I picture something I'm like scared of, She's that the movie The thing. Nun is like what I picture. Like that She's freaks me horrifying. the fuck out. Mm. That's the scariest Those thing. Those are the best movies, yeah. honestly. I, pic- I picture the little girl from The Ring. Really? Yeah. Girl. Have you seen The Nun? No. It's like the little girl from The Ring, but like the movie, The, the movie The mm. Nun is not good, but The Conjuring movies where The Nun first appears are incredible. What scares me about the nun is that, like, she the medium said it was, like, a demon, and it was speaking tongues and, like, saying stuff about the Bible. Like, ugh, that that just, like, freaks me out. Like Pretty scary. Bible stuff? Yeah. Like, when it's, like, backed up with, like, stuff, like, with the Bible How about it? and, remember, like, demons. Remember and, like, Insidious? That. Yeah. Well, isn't that part of the same thing as Conjuring or no? Yeah, isn't it? But I will say... um, Back to serial killers. Let's bring it back. Thank that was our ghost story. Thank you for listening. Little liaison. Um, <laughs> I will say it's like n- now when I watch a serial killer documentary or just a murder mystery documentary, I'm a little like scared. Where like you know I make sure the doors are locked, the yeah. the windows are locked. I'm a lot more scared than I used to be. And for yeah, sure. for sure. Me too. I I I never. Like, I never thought, thought about it. it. Same. Never. And that might just be getting older too, and like realizing being more aware. Yeah, but but for I think it's definitely part of it because you realize these things happen. I think it's harder to be a serial killer in a very populated city, though. To be honest, the Night Probably. Stalker. Yeah, but I'm saying nowadays. When we went yeah. to Joshua Tree, my first thought—that's where a serial killer could thrive. Yes. Yeah, yeah, was just like, You're this so secluded. is kind of terrifying. And, like, I don't like being out here because someone could so easily just kill all of us. It doesn't <laughs> matter that we're in a group. Could kill all of us. Because we're in this, like, house yeah. in the middle of nowhere. Middle of nowhere. Just, like, sitting ducks. Yeah. It would be, like, for us to escape, you literally have to, like, run out into the desert where yeah. there's, like, coyotes. No, and no trees. Like, it's just open desert. Yeah, it's or like land. hope that you can get into the car, but then you have to drive slow down the dirt road right. that's not even paved, and you could pop a tire. Right, it's stressful. Oh God, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, Ashley, I know. I thought of this the last time I was in Joshua Tree because we were in like a creepy old. That's why house, you gotta get a jeep? And I was like, literally, we probably couldn't get away if someone tried to like murder us. You get a so nice scary. off-roading vehicle. You should honestly, it wouldn't hurt to rent one every time you go to Joshua Tree. You get like a jeep or something. Get like a jeep or like a. Yeah. Giant yeah. forerunner. Yeah. My boyfriend and I, we, we literally slept with a knife under our bed. Yeah, I remember that, night. that. Yeah, in the middle of the night, we were just like, we couldn't fall asleep. Well, the good old Walmart like, employee who... <laughs> he didn't please. help. Who asked for your specific address. He didn't help the situation. Because he was so interested in where exactly you were staying. Yeah. Maybe he when was all you, just When nice all you wanted guy. to know, you, you just wanted to know where the alcohol was. He was just curious. Truly, just wanted to know where the meat aisle was. <laughs> yeah, we were looking for like ground beef. We stopped at Walmart before getting to our Airbnb. Careful, he might be listening. He might. 
he might. Employee's um, a fan of Zipline. Yeah, the, the employee at Walmart asked us specifically which Airbnb we were staying at um, and like what the address was. And we were like, um. He's like, yeah, I know all the all all the Airbnbs yeah, in town. Like, that's which great. One? That's great. I'm not gonna tell you, but that's great. And like, we're like really like nice, and I feel like one of us was like almost gonna be like, <laughs> um, yeah. it's, oh, it's uh, yeah, on Firefly Road. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you wanna come over? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Ashley's like, I have some Armenian food. <laughs> Sadly, there are some people who would invite him over. There are. I'm sure there Maybe are. Maybe that's why he asked. Like, people have invited him over before. Maybe. I'm not one of them. It was just the way, like, I'm sure he's a nice guy. It's just the way he went about asking. Yeah, it just, it seemed yeah. like uh, the scene in the movie when the I've kids... seen too many Stop. serial killer yeah. movies. So, it's it just truly felt like the movie where, like, a group of young kids go out to a deserted house, a cabin in the woods. Yeah. Don't don't get us wrong. Like, I I love Joshua Tree. I literally love Joshua Tree, but it is a little scary at yeah. time, just because you're in the middle of like desert. Yeah. I think it's mostly beautiful. Like, it I don't, is. I'm, it's I'm not, it's stunning. I'm not and scared nothing at bad all has out ever there. happened there. I'm never you know, scared. Like, I'm never scared trips. out there. Yeah, I'm, I get scared in life, but I'm never scared in Joshua Tree. I'm. I definitely get scared there. But even like, but yeah, it's it's interesting. I used to not get scared. Now I I bought a mace gun. I have a mace gun that I carry someone when I walk says, the dog. Someone says Wolf Creek is the scariest movie ever. It's based on a true story that happened in Australia. Wolf Creek. Yeah. Ooh. Never heard of it. But I've never heard of it either, Me but I'm neither. down to watch that. Thank yeah. you for the recommendation. Sounds I love like a good our, scary movie. Sounds like our Friday night. Yeah, right? It's not <laughs> Halloween yet, guys. So, oh, scary movies watch. are like pretty much reserved for October. <laughs> yeah. Link we should do an episode scary on scary movies. And I, I would watch thirty-one movies in October, all scary. But I don't. I don't feel like they fit any other month. Can we just like not have rules like that? We can just like watch a scary movie randomly if we want. No, scary movies can be all year round. Holiday movies can only happen after Thanksgiving. It's ridiculous. That's at least kind of like fair. No, but, but he he lumps. Movies that just take place during winter time yeah, into that's, that. That's, that's ridiculous. ridiculous. That's yeah, ridiculous. well, the movie, if a movie takes place during winter time, I do not want to watch it when it's about to be summer. Don't transport me to winter when it's summer. Basically, if it snows in a movie at any point in the movie, Lane is like, oh, it's a Christmas movie. <laughs> it, it is, though. Oh, can't watch it. It's a Christmas movie. It truly is. Mm. I don't know. I think a scary movie, if it's not Halloween themed, is fine to watch like year round. You know what I mean? It depends. It depends. Like Midsummer, I could watch year round. I'm never watching that movie uh, again in my life. It's very it made scary. me feel so weird. Yeah, I had seven anxiety attacks in the movie theater <laughs> watching it. Yeah, I d- I did not like that a movie. That was so disturbing. I counted seven. Oh, I saw it in theaters, and it was like now I just have to go home. By myself, and think about what I just. It was saw? Un- it was uncomfortable. Yeah, but that's kind of why I loved it is because if a movie is able to do that to me, then it's truly a piece of art. I agree. I agree. It makes it a great movie. I agree. If you walk away thinking about it and can't stop thinking about it, I wa- I looked up so many theories on the movie and so many like hidden motifs, and I wanted to know. I wanted to know all about it. I, I thought it was genius. Yeah, yeah, the bear suit. Yeah. The bear suit. It was really good. I want to see it again. I, I think I only watched it once. I'd like to see it again. But well, That movie's all about killing, too. That's a ritualistic cult. Didn't you go to the Midsummer Festival or something? No, I went to Sweden, and we went, you know, semi-north. We we took, like, we went two hours north of Stockholm. Okay, but so it wasn't. But I thought you said that. No, I was in, the, actually, I went in the winter, too. It was really dark out. Oh, okay. Midsummer. So it's the area where they have Midsummer, no, like, but it mi- just wasn't where, the Yeah, season. I guess, kind of. Midsummer would, the that what you see in the, depicted in the movie would have been further north than that, but. Is Midsummer a real thing? It's a festival, yeah, that happens in, like, Europe. Yeah. Is it anything like the movie? Kind of, <laughs> like, it, it, besides the killing. <laughs> what about, like, the killing of we themselves? Think. I know. The killing of what? When the old man like kills himself. That's no, that's a, that's an old ritualistic thing that happened back in like 
I, I believe like way back when I, I believe it's a legend that people oh. would just like jump to their deaths yeah <laughs> this episode like needs a disclaimer we literally talk about serial killers trigger like, warning yeah it, we're gonna put a trigger warning on this it also needs a disclaimer that we are just <laughs> bouncing around on topics right now but well no I mean, serial killers scary movies ghosts we had to tell our ghost story we needed to update you guys you guys heard of rando nodding and I'm sure those on TikTok might know about it. Rando nodding. Oh yeah, when you're there's like there's an app called Rando Knot, where you type in something that you're trying to find, like a random thing, and then it'll send you to coordinates that correlate with whatever you searched for, and you basically go on like a little adventure searching for it, and a lot of the times, creepy things will pop up along the way, or you'll end up in a really creepy environment when you what? It's scary. So maybe we should do it one day in the daytime. I'm not trying to go at night. What do you mean creepy things will pop up? Because I've heard look of this. Look it up. We'll look it up, up on, on YouTube. Look it up on Reddit. I've heard of this. No, will pop up in real life. You go to actual coordinates. Like you go on a map, like going on an adventure. You go rando nodding, it's called. Oh. I didn't One hear... time it led people to an actual dead body. And it like was oh. a huge news story where like this dismembered body was. Like, yeah, in Seattle. There's mm-hmm. this, this dismembered body in a garbage bag. I heard of that story, and they were like documenting it on Twitter. Yeah, and they found Twitter, it, and then they had to call TikTok. the cops. Like that—that oh. that was literally that's an extreme case, but there have been some really creepy ones. But I think that was just a coincidence. Anyway, I think we should maybe like go around nodding one day. All right, with that, we bid you adieu. We heart you. Good, yes. Good day. Good night. Good evening.